Welcome to Real Estate Talk with Monica and Noel. Today we're going to talk about the 10 mistakes first-time home buyers should avoid. If you're thinking about buying a home, try avoiding these 10 mistakes. Noel and I are going to walk you through each and every one of these in detail. Number one, not hiring a real estate agent. Mistake number two, being careless with credit. Mistake number three, draining your savings. Mistake number four, looking for homes before you get pre-approved. Mistake number five, buying more house than you can afford. Mistake number six, skipping the home inspection. Mistake number seven, moving too fast. Mistake number eight, making decisions based on emotion. Mistake number nine, miscalculating all of the costs associated with buying a home. And mistake number 10, assuming you need a 20% down payment as a first time home buyer. And I'm looking forward to uh, going through each and every one of them. So why don't we start? Monica, tell me about mistake number one as a first time home buyers not hiring a real estate agent. Tell me about that. Well, Noel, I mean, I like to use the example of a doctor-patient relationship, right? You know, you're not feeling your best. You're having some health issues. You're going to call the doctor, right? So you're you don't gonna... call your mom when you're sick? Well, I do, but, <laughs> but, but, for, but for professional advice, I'm going to call the doctor. I'm going to call him, set up an appointment and say, hey, can I come see you? I'm not feeling well. So very good point. Same thing with real estate. You know, I think if you're thinking about buying a home, um, you know, again, you're not going to go to your cousin or your best friend for professional advice is what I'm saying. So what you're saying is um, call a professional. Seek the help of an expert and and you're going to save yourself time and energy and a lot of headaches. That's And that's a professional you you trust. So Absolutely. In, and I've heard you many times saying that Interview people, mm-hmm. interview real estate agents, Absolutely. because just because someone says call this person and you automatically call that person, you don't know who they are. Yeah. So sit with means if you need to talk to a second real estate professional and get yourself a second opinion um, and then you can compare. And if, uh, you know, if, if what I say today sounds great, then we can move forward. Sounds great. Mistake number two and three, being careless with credit and draining your savings. When when you said being careless with credit, that's very, very important. Um, sometimes we're thinking about buying a home or I have buyers who are thinking about buying. Mm-hmm. And then they go and they open your credit mm-hmm. or they go to, you know, let's say Home Depot, for example, and they apply for a credit card. Mm-hmm. Uh, they go to another store and they said, if you apply for a credit card now, you, you get 10% off. Well, keep in mind that Whenever you run your credit, you lose points. Mm-hmm. Um, also, if you keep applying for new credit, then you're you're creating more debt. Mm. And, and also, every time you run credit, it stays in your history. So when I run your credit report, I see how many times you had mm-hmm. someone run your credit, mm-hmm. inquiries on your credit. Mm-hmm. So if I can see it, you think the bank can see it, the underwriters? Of course they can. Mm-hmm. And they get nervous. Well, wait a minute, she's thinking of, he or she are thinking of buying a home, but yet they have their credit run in three different department stores. Mm-hmm. So uh, let's be careful with that. If you're thinking about buying, mm-hmm. the, the less you 
have your credit run by anyone, mm-hmm. the better. Seek a professional, like you said mm-hmm. earlier, mm-hmm. and and let's let's get the process started. That's great. Okay. Can you can you elaborate a little bit on uh, draining your savings? You know, when when clients come to you from a financial standpoint. Yes, and that's a, another mm-hmm. great point. Most people think that if I'm thinking of buying a home, I should pay off my my credit cards. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I have a couple of credit cards that I'm going to pay that off so that I have no debt. But now they don't have any money or they have not enough money to qualify or they don't have enough money for the down payment or a closing cost. Right. Um, so don't do that. Mm-hmm. Have Speak to a professional. Call me. Let me check your status. Let me check your credit. Let me check your financial uh uh, situation mm-hmm. and I will tell you if it's required for you to pay up some of that debt mm-hmm. because if it's not then why waste your money mm-hmm. or why you use the money that you need remember what the more money you have in your savings and your checkings in your 401k the better you look to the bank to the bank mm-hmm. as a borrower okay okay so before you pay you drain your savings, savings. give me a call let's let's look at the options and let's see what we can do great Great information. Mistake number four, looking for a home before getting pre-approved. Ouch. Gosh, so many times. I mean, time and time again, I get the call. Monica, we found the home. Oh my gosh, this is a home we've always wanted. You know, there was an open house and I went into it and I, you know, it has a pool corner lot. It's, you know, it's close to work. And uh, I want us to place an offer. We got to place an offer today because this is it. No more looking for us. And, you know, obviously, you know, what I say is congratulations. Yes, let's place an offer. Um, and so Have you I, been pre-approved? I, I, I walk my clients. <laughs> yeah, I walk my clients through the, through the, through the steps. I say, okay, um, you know, I know that. Two months ago, we had the conversation that you were thinking about buying a home and then you left on vacation and we were going to touch base again and have you talk to a lender or your credit union or Noel. And we skipped that step. And now randomly, you know, after church one day, one of my clients went to an open house and they walked into their dream home. Story short, you know, I think that home buyers are working backwards if they go out looking for homes get their hopes up, and then they realize that, hey, you know what? Maybe I can't afford that home, but I have plans to travel, and I don't want my mortgage payments to be that high. Yeah. Well, you know so, what? In some cases, they can actually afford that home, mm-hmm. but because they haven't been pre-approved, now right. they have to go through the process of getting pre-approved. By the time that they are pre-approved, exactly. the home is gone. Exactly. So and many that's homes. a heartbreaker. Yes. So, so in other uh, words, follow the steps. Follow the steps. Stay consistent. Absolutely. Get pre-approved is what I'm saying. Get pre-approved and then we can move forward and find your dream home. So excellent point. mm -hmm. Mistake number five. Mistake number five, buying more house than you can afford. Well, you know, it's it's difficult to buy um, more of a house that you can afford because Mm -hmm. when I pre-approve you, I pre-approve you for the max. Mm -hmm. So I know that this beyond this, you cannot go Mm -hmm. unless either you put more money down but in that some cases, I already have factored all the the financial details. Mm-hmm. So now it's difficult to buy a home be, more than you can afford because you you qualify for this much. So if you beyond that, you mm-hmm. can't buy the house because mm-hmm. you're no longer qualified. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Does that make sense? Right. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. Now, mistake number six, skipping the home inspection. You know, I, I always say if you're a contractor, then by all means, you know, skip the home inspection. But if you're a first time home buyer, okay, because here we're talking about first time home buyers and the mistakes that they can avoid, you definitely want a home inspection. And the way that I like to explain it to my clients is if you're going to buy a pair of shoes, a computer, if you go into Costco and you're going to buy a television or a, even a coffee maker, the more you know about the product, the more peace of mind you're going to have. So a home, you know, I tell my clients, it's one of the biggest purchases a person will make in their lifetime. Why wouldn't you want to invest? I never use the word spend. Why wouldn't you want to invest $500 to $600, depending on the size of the property, to get a home inspector, a licensed home inspector, to go to the property they're going to uh, look at all of the uh, major components like windows and roof and the attic, electricity, uh, plumbing, uh, all of those important you know, components of the property. Just to give you a peace of mind. There you go. Just to have that peace and of you mind. What? You know what? Sorry for interrupting, but I, I almost feel like, you know, I know we help uh, first-time buyers and obviously, mm -hmm. others, you know, second- and third-time buyers and many, many mm -hmm. people. Uh, but I always hear you always re, uh, uh, asking people to re, to get a home inspection because mm -hmm. don't you want to have a little peace of mind, Absolutely. regardless if you're a first-time buyer or not, mm -hmm. just to make sure that you're buying a home that is structure safe. Well, keep in mind, too, you're buying a home from a seller who wants to sell. Their motivation is to sell. And, you know, just as an example, Mr. Seller, is there anything wrong with the plumbing? I mean, typically the seller is not down there checking the plumbing with the magnifying glass. They don't know a lot of the times, you know, but if you get a licensed home inspector, they're going to be able to, uh, you know, be a little bit more diligent in the inspection, more than the seller, more than you as a buyer. And they're going to give you information that's, yeah, important. And that's going to give you peace of mind at the end of the day. So fantastic. Um, Definitely do not skip the home inspection. And mistake number seven, moving too fast. Mm -hmm. So when you say moving too fast, moving too fast in the process. Um, mm -hmm. And I like that. That uh, I want to cover that in, in this simple way of saying um, don't skip any, any steps. Any steps right. And that, that's basically what it means to move too fast. You know, mm -hmm. kind of like what you said earlier, go fall in love with the home, but you haven't mm -hmm. done the first step, which is getting pre-approved. Exactly. So that's yeah. what I mean by moving too fast. It's just, you know, come down, meet, mm -hmm. meet your financial advisor, your 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 lender, or you can call me. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of the a lot of this information I can do it even over the phone mm -hmm. or just by internet, and I can verify and tell you, okay, based on what I see, based on what you emailed me, this is what you qualify for. You at least now you have an idea of where you're at, mm -hmm. and then you can start looking at homes. Right. But if you move too fast, like you said, you fall in love with something that you can't afford. Mm -hmm. And now you, you're heartbroken because that's mm -hmm. what you want, but you can't buy that. You can only buy something smaller. Right. So, And that ties into mistake number eight, making decisions based on emotion. I think that, you know, oftentimes our clients will hear us say one step at a time. Buying a home is a very 
emotional process. Not, right? It's not only is it emotional, but it's a scary process. It's a scary, intimidating. Intimidating. Process. It's scary, yeah. and, and you. Absolutely. And, and but I, I really, and, and if if you learn anything from us, is mm-hmm. remember this. You know, people always not all, not all people, but some some of my, our clients get caught up in the oh my god, thirty years. Mm-hmm. But if we know anything now, is mm-hmm. that time just passes by, Absolutely. and at the end of the day. You still have to live somewhere. Absolutely. So you why still not need a roof over your head? Why not pay yeah. your own? Exactly. You know, it's heartbreaking, Monica. And I'll tell you because I know I've told you a few a few stories of my neighbors uh, a few years back. Um, that I I for forever I thought their home was theirs, mm-hmm. and then and this is the people who I've known for many years, and then at at their later years, at 65, 70 years old. Mm-hmm. They came over to me and said, can you help us buy this house? Mm-hmm. And, and to be honest, I thought their house was theirs. And I, mm-hmm. now they told me they were rented for 45 years, something like that. I remember. It was yeah. it's heartbreaking. So mm-hmm. don't think about it. Don't mm-hmm. think about the, the long or the years. Think about the fact that you mm-hmm. have to live somewhere. Mm-hmm. You might as well pay your own home. Absolutely. Now, mistake number nine, miscalculating all of the costs associated with buying a home. And we call it the small print. You know, in everything that we purchase, um, you know, by small print, I don't mean someone's lying to you. By small print, I mean you really need that real estate agent who's going to guide you, uh, who's going to show you uh, all of the costs associated with buying. And, you know, I often give my, my clients the example of, um, of a guide, you know, like say you're, uh, you're traveling abroad or you, you're going to, you know, you visit a museum and, and you have the option of paying for a tour guide uh, to walk you through every point of the museum and, and, you know, talk to you about all the details without skipping any. It's the same thing with the real estate transaction. If you have an agent who's going to guide you, they're going to make sure to explain all of the costs that are associated with buying a home. And and they're going to be able to, um, any little red flag that you weren't able to point out, that's what the agent is there for, to uh, really inform you. We're there Mm -hmm. to make sure that nothing is unexpected. Right, no surprises. No surprises. Yes. And it's heartbreaking when I come across people who said, you know what, um, we were in the process of buying a house, but at the end, we turned out that we were short. Mm-hmm. We didn't have enough money. Mm-hmm. So escrow fell through. And I wow. said, well, how is that possible? Right. Because, you know, if you right. pre-approve, then you have a, a team of your real estate agent and your mortgage lender, and they already verify your, your assets. Mm-hmm. How are you short? Mm-hmm. Why? somebody dropped the ball. Mm-hmm. And what I mean, somebody was either your mortgage lender or your real estate agent. Mm-hmm. So communication, getting the right people on your side is always, That's always key. very important. Absolutely. And lastly, mistake number 10, assuming you need a 20% down payment. I want you to cover this one all because I know that a lot of clients have come to you over the years and have said, wait a minute, I only needed 3.5% down to purchase my first home. You know, someone told me. Well, listen, I'm not going to, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Yeah. If you have 20%. Oh, no, absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. Okay. We're not saying that's a, that's a good problem to have. But what I'm saying is 
they prolonged the process of coming to a lender because they assumed I need 20% down payment. That's true. And yes, the, the, the point to that is you don't need 20%. It would help if you did have it, but if you don't, you're okay. And congratulations um, if you do. Yeah, if you have That's it, fantastic. Um, yeah. But if you don't, you don't have to have 20% down. You, you, Huge you, accomplishment. Yes. yes, you can have 3.5% with an FHA loan. Actually, you can come in with either 3% conventional loan. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it all varies or it depends on your FICO scores and your you know, work history and your ratios and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but And in some cases, even lower than that, you know, there are some down payment assistance programs. We'll discuss that in a later program. Those are a little more, you know, um, a little more tricky when it comes to who qualifies um, and how much income you can, you know, report to qualify for those. And also keep in mind there, when they say down payment assistance programs, they don't give you the money. They lend you the money. It's mm-hmm. a, it's a, it's an investment for someone. It's still a loan. It's still a loan, yes. and they call it silent seconds. You don't you don't make a payment on that, but when you refinance or sell, they get their money back in okay. most cases. So um, great. Okay. Great. So we've covered the ten mistakes first time home buyers should avoid, and. Again, if you're thinking about buying, we'd love to help you. We truly are passionate about helping people. And we have helped many, many people in the past, many families. And if you have questions or you need to connect with us, please do so via Instagram, Facebook. Call us on our phone. Uh, You can set up a one-on-one. And um, we're just here to let you know that we'd love to explore your options. Remember, every family is unique. So again, Noel, if you could just please uh, tell me what are what is the list of uh, items that a borrower needs to have ready if they want to begin the process to buy a home with you today? Absolutely, Monica. Well, the first thing you need to have um, have these documents in order, and what I mean by that, mm-hmm. I'll give you a list, but kind of bring them to me in in order, and not just a big plastic bag full of mm-hmm. papers, and then I have to go through mm-hmm. each and every one of them. But if you're if you're organized. All I need is the W-2s for for two years, for the most recent two years. In this case, it will be 2018 and 2019. Mm-hmm. I need a month of pay stubs, most, most recent pay stubs. Two months of more recent bank statements. And I mean all pages. Mm-hmm. Sometimes even in the back, it says it's, an empty, it's a blank page, but it still has a number like one of six pages. I want all six of them because mm-hmm. um, that's how the underwriters require them. In some cases, if you are getting a gift, like a, a family member is giving you the down payment, then um, I'll, I'll get, I'll address that uh, on a one-on-one basis. But there is such a thing as called a gift letter, okay. and um, we can discuss that on a one-on-one. But basically, all I need is W-2s, two years, pay stubs one month, and bank statements two months. Okay, great, awesome. Well. We love hearing from our audience, and if you have any questions or comments, please email us at noelandmonicapodcast at gmail.com. And remember to follow us on Instagram and Facebook. We value your input, and we thank you for tuning in. We love hearing from our audience, and if you have any questions or comments, please email us at noelandmonicapodcast at gmail.com. 
And remember to follow us on Instagram and Facebook. We value your input and we thank you for tuning in.